Welcome to the What If Podcast with your hosts, Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Coppery. It's a very new year, so let's get very weird. We'd like to welcome y'all back to Well to Right Here. It's the What If Podcast and we did come to play a couple hours every week. We got something to say. I haven't seen movies. Spenny drops sounders. We show up to the show on both some uppers and downers. We missed y'all a lot. Glad to be back in this shit. Let's kick a new year off spooked on some black eyed kids. What's up? Hey, bud. What's up? Shut the fuck up, yelling lady. <laughs> We're done. We're done with you. What's up? Welcome. What's up? Hey. Hi. Hey. You guys. Feels great. Feels good. Feels great. We missed you like a bunch, like a big whole lot. Mm-hmm. And we're glad to be back up in your earballs. So bored. All my family was sick of hearing me talk about weird shit that they didn't know anything about. And you're like, and you're like, whatever. I'm gonna go play with my internet friends. <laughs> <laughs> These strangers who don't speak back know what I'm talking they, about. <laughs> they, they get me, mom. You don't get me. They like my monologues about aliens. <laughs> Screw you, dad. I'm gonna go play with my ghost friends. <laughs> Ghost blog. Ghost blog. We're back. We're back. What's up, man? How you doing? Happy 2019. Uh, thanks, bro. I'm doing great. Yeah. 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 You've been you've been doing things in the new year. New year, new you. New year, new me. Um, in the new year, have you responded to that one woman who keeps leaving us voicemails about your actual day job? That's who somehow not, got our podcast phone not, number. It's not what I'm interested in at all. <laughs> you should respond to her because she's left us like four voicemails about a thing that um, has nothing to do with ghost blogs. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna not. I don't know. I'm very curious how someone actually Look, looking. I for... got different jobs, man. I got many jobs. No, I, I believe you. I, I rap. I, I podcast. I, I write. I, I know this to be true. I I'm work. just very curious as to how she found the absolutely wrong one of those things. Um, I don't know, but I don't like it. <laughs> try to keep these like i'm making chicken noodle soup over here mm. and i'm making split pea over here and chicken i'm not soup. not trying to get those soups in the same the different soups mm. you got any black eyed peas in either of them bro i called my doc the black eyed peas you what huh i got i called my doc the black eyed peas today oh your doc. My doc. My notes. I was like, your dog? Ryan bought a dog? That's a weird name for a dog. I, I would have called it Fergie dog. if I wanted to make a Black Eyed Peas reference, if anything. I named this is my, my dog, dog. Aptala Ap- App or whatever that dude's name is. No, my dog's name is the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. Featuring Fergie, Apta Ab, the app, Will I Am, and, the black eyed <laughs> and the other guy. You have to say the the. It's like a this is my dog quest. This is my dog named Slickback. This is my dog, a dog named the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Dog. Hmm? A dog named is Uncle that an Dog. Uncle Cracker reference? Um, Your other favorite band? Sorry, what? N- nothing. <laughs> what did you say my favorite band was? <laughs> Uncle Cracker. Oh and the Black Eyed Peas and Sublime. Those are your, th- your, your Mount Rushmore, right? My Mount Rushmore of, of I don't know what the fourth, fucking I don't know sweet what the fourth pop would music. Be. Hootie, maybe? Hootie. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I can't. I'm honestly offended. <laughs> I'm honestly offended. <laughs> well, you do a horrible taste. So, I Dude, mean, it's... the Black Eyed Peas had some heaters. See? <laughs> I'm not saying not I'm not saying like uh like a ton but like boom boom pow is a shredder. Wow. Got to get that. 
you don't have to. <laughs> I actually wouldn't recommend it. You know what I was going to do? I didn't do this. Okay, so guys, we're talking about Black Eyed Kids today. And oh, right. We're prepared to be spooked as heck, buds. <laughs> I prepped a solid hour of Fergie talk. My bad. <laughs> Oh, you did text me Black Eyed Kids. I thought you texted me Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I thought we were reviewing their albums in mm. uh, chronological order. No, uh, I did. I had this idea where I was going to not reference the Black Eyed Peas at all. That didn't work. And then, well, you referenced them first, which is why I fell in with it. But I invited you in. You invited... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm scared again. Get prepared to get spooked, buds. No, but I was going to wait, and if you didn't bring it up, I was just going to start trying to work in Black Eyed Peas song titles throughout the episode. <laughs> so oh, I, they I created a list of Black Eyed Peas song titles okay. that I was just going to slowly start referencing. Um, now it's, let's, No, 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 no. Let's do this. If you, you still try and work them in, and if and when I catch one, I'll just give you a... <laughs> How's that sound? Okay, all right, all right. That sounds like a good game okay, show. We'll I see feel, how many I get. I feel like um, I feel like this is going to be real awkward. This reminds me of uh, <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, this being real awkward. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. This reminds me of uh, I don't think I've ever told this story on the show before. When I um, when I used to bartend and wait tables in college and a little bit after college, we used to play this game where all the servers at the restaurant who wanted to would put a ten dollar bill in one folder at the beginning of the night, and then okay. we would all put in one word and we would assign each word point values and then throughout the night it was honor system but throughout the night you had to work those words into mm. your table conversation sure, like the super troopers bit uh a little bit yeah but it was like a list of like five to ten words so but they'd be weird you'd be like cadillac try to say cadillac and what it mm. so you'd be like the breakfast burrito is tight it's like the cadillac of breakfasts <laughs> <laughs> and then like okay, okay. interstellar you know mm. you'd be like it's man that cocktail is so out of this world it's borderline interstellar <laughs> and then people would look at you weird and then you just walk back and you'd put your tally on the board and be like fuck it i said it and then they'd, let's go they'd tip you nine percent because they thought you were high. you were yeah <laughs> but you had a chance of winning like 90 bucks at the end of the night so mm. Wait, so whoever got the most of those words or the, the most points based on those words? Correct. Got the whole folder of monies? Correct. Mm. Yep. So like, okay. So there'd be, it was degree of difficulty. You'd have more and less difficult words to work into your conversations. Yeah, like I think somebody put intergalactic planetary on there once and it was well, worth like three points. one word. Or, no, but you know. Phrases? Fra some oh, phrases worked or hyphenated tough. phrases worked, yeah. That's tough. Beastie Boys lyrics. I'm into it. Does that count? <laughs> that should, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, man. Well, Happy New Year. We're glad to be back with y'all. Um, talking about Black Eyed Kids. Where you want to? Uh, where you want to go? Uh, and let's, I guess, quickly run down what they are in case people don't know. Well, should we start with? Should we start with the Brian Bethel story and then talk about what they are, or should we? Yeah, start? sure. You can tell tell Brian's story. Okay. All right. Let's start with what we uh, are relatively sure is the first known reference to black-eyed kids on the interwebs, right? I think so. That's what I that's what I was able to uncover is the very first one. This is um, it happened on a mailing list where I guess in the early parts of the internet when things like Reddit didn't exist, people would post things to mailing lists. I guess. You just yeah, you can sign up for like an email list of yeah, 
and there yeah, were moderators sort of like a newsletter kind of right. and there were moderators and people could like submit and then the moderator would like forward it to the whole list and people would you know discuss it and shit reply like all into infinity right and nuke your own email inbox pretty mm. quickly um but this version of this story comes from a guy named brian bethel who uh was living in abilene texas in the 90s and proceeded to this was 96 i believe uh yeah i believe it happened in 96 and the email went out in 98 is that right i think so um yeah so uh Brian, uh, yeah, r- writes into this message board to this moderator, gets his story forwarded on, and this is the first sort of starting point of the legend as we have it today. So Brian, in 90, 1996, it's a summer night, and he decides uh, that at 9.30 to 10.30 at night is a pretty good time for him to go pay his uh, internet and telephone bill. It struck me as so silly today rereading this story. That you had to go somewhere to physically pay a bill in order to use the internet. Yes. Of all the things, like I know all that's the how you had to pay, had pay for everything in the 90s. But right. Writing a check and physically handing it to someone so you could keep using the internet just struck me as really funny today. Uh, totally. I also didn't understand why it couldn't have been mailed, but maybe it was like it was about to be the end Time of the month. Time sensitive or something. Yeah, yeah, he was about to get his web access cut off and then he couldn't tell a spooky story. Gotta pay that AOL bill. <laughs> No doubt, man. I need a new disc. Um, so he drives into Abilene, Texas, from his apartment uh, to go drop off a check at a at a Dropbox for his his uh, internet and his cell phone provider. And uh, he parks his car kind of in this. It's like they describe it as, or he describes it as, a shopping center um, that had a movie theater near it, and there was some other shops and offices. And uh, he parks his car there, and he's just sitting in his car with, you know, the dome light on, writing out his check. And uh, as he's sitting there writing out the check to go drop it in the Dropbox, uh, there's a knocking on his window. And when he looks up from the check that he's writing, um, he sees two children. Um he describes them as somewhere between the ages of 10 and 14, both boys, one slightly taller than the other. Um, they had pale skin. One had a trace of freckles Mm. and, uh, they were dressed similar in pullover hoodies, uh, with like kind of shortish hair. Um, he thinks these kids are about to like ask him for some dough. And they don't. They uh, say something stranger. Um, well, the the first thing from the the version that I read, yes, from uh, David Weatherly's book, which has a uh, an updated like interview with Mister Bethel. Oh, interesting. I'm reading the actual email copy from the the blast that went out in 1998. Oh, okay. But no, go ahead. Well, this version says that, that updated one is probably more clear of what he wanted to communicate. This version says that they asked him for money to see. They first asked him for money to see a movie at the theater. Okay, that Word. was like the first. That was their opening line, and then shit got weird. Got it. The version I have that went out in the email, uh, he quotes them saying, "Hey, Mister, what's up? We have a problem." Oh. 
Okay, yeah, that's that's different than the version I read then. You see, my friend and I want to see the films, but we forgot our money. Oh, okay. We need to go to our house to get it. Want to help us out? Hmm. And so he says that... As in, like, can you drive us there? Kind of implying that. Okay. Um, Like, as in, we forgot it. We need to go get it. Can you help us go get it? Yeah. He says, though, that they're, um, they're not typical kids they have like they're kind of spooky kids they're spooky kids <laughs> they got like awkward vocal patterns they've got um they've got kind of like weird cadences and uh they use some weird language yeah one of them said it won't take long which i mean sort of makes sense in terms of if you're asking someone for a favor right but then the other one said we're just kids yeah which Seems like sort of an odd slash ominous thing to say to someone who can clearly see that you're kids. If you're trying to convince someone that you're just kids. Why are you saying it? Yeah. This, the version I have is a little weirder than that too. This, uh, the way that he wrote it in here is, come on, mister. Now we just want to go to our house and we're just two little boys. Just sort of like strangely specific and like. No 14 year old boy has ever referred to himself as just a little boy. Two little boys, right. Ugh. Um, so he's kind of freaked out by these kids. They're acting weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's dark. It's late. He's like, not about it. Um, they continue kind of pressuring him, like pushing him. Uh, I have it in here as, come on, mister, let us in. We can't get in your car until you do, you know? Wait, what? Just wasn't let us ar- in. Wasn't he already in the car? Just let us in and we'll be gone before you know it. We'll go to our mother's house. Yes, he never got out of his car. He was sitting in his car while these kids are talking to him. But what you, he said, we can't get in until you do? Correct. That doesn't make sense. Well, I think there's also a possibility that uh, it could be read as, we can't get into your car until you you do, you know, as in like you do like a thing. Like they're like... Encouraging him to do a thing like you oh. do, you know, like, like until you, because yeah, a lot of these stories, like the kids have to ask permission before they can enter a house or a car or a new location. Yes. So is that maybe what's being implied there? Like we can't, like, will you let us in because we need you to let us in? Yes. Because we can't get in unless you let us in. Kind of weird thing. demon logic. Yes. Got it. Yes. Um, also, their their eyes are totally black. Yeah. <laughs> Next, after that line, (laughs) for the first time, I look up and notice their eyes. I'm going to read directly from uh, Bethel's uh, version of this that he wrote. Well, look, if you're not prepared to do the research, Brian, why make the statement in the first place? Wait, I don't even know what that was related to this Uh, time. I've just been weighing, and yeah, his name is Brian. I just... Oh, got it, got it. Brian, got it. I was just going to wait until you stopped for a second and hope it was relevant. Send it in. (laughs) Just going to send it, bud. Uh, for the first time, I noticed their eyes. They were coal black. No pupil, no iris, just two staring orbs reflecting the red and white light of the marquee. At that point, I know my expression betrayed me. Um, so he's talking about like he's fucking freaked out extra now because he hadn't noticed that at first. It was probably dark. He's like saying he was inside. He had the dome light on in his car, so he might not have been able to see him really well because you got that like inside light, outside dark kind of thing going on. Um... I'm just always skeptical when people write 
like that my expression betrayed me yeah yeah no it's totally written with like no. a like a fictional you know storytelling bent to it for this sure this dude is a writer though yeah correct he's okay. a he's a columnist for a newspaper in abilene at the time okay um they follow with, come on, mister, we won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. Jesus, kids. You suck at negotiating. Right? Hey, we're um, just kids, and we totally don't have a gun, and we're totally not up to any sort of weird shit. Right. Just help us out. Right. Whatever we're about to do will only take a second. Seriously. Oh, now I'm fine. <laughs> totally. Also, this goes back to your whole, like, describing yourself as we're just kids when, like, yeah. it's obvious that you're kids. Like, it's that whole, we don't have a gun. Well, now I definitely think you have a gun. <laughs> right. The fact I that ask. you told me you do have, you don't have one makes me think you do. I was pretty sure you didn't until you said that you didn't. Right. Now yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Um, the On the we don't have a gun line, he gets freaked out. He says... Um, he says, though, even though he was freaked out by them saying this, he found himself sort of, like, going for the door anyway, like he was going to reach to the back door and just mm, let him in. Him. And then all of a sudden he's like, snaps himself out of it, realizes that what he's doing, and angrily the kids say to him, we can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in, as he throws his car in reverse and drives the fuck away from that. Runs over him. both of the kids. <laughs> right. Blasts <laughs> them. Um... He says, I stole a quick glance back and they were gone. The sidewalk by the theater was deserted. Mm. Spooky. Spooky. So that's that's the first uh, documented reference to this this phenomenon, this legend, it, this whatever it is. It is. It is. He says um, in the story later, he says that he told some friends about this. And that he was midway through the story telling them about these kids that had been knocking on his window. And one of the women who he was talking to said, these children had black eyes, right? I mean, like all black eyes. And she talks about uh, having a dream about kids with black eyes that were outside her house and wanted to be let in. Mm. So he's basically trying to say somebody else I know had had an experience like this. Isn't that kind of weird? Well, a dream experience, right? A dream experience, yes. Yeah, yes. I've dreamed about a lot of crazy shit that True. isn't real. True. So last he, night I had a dream that I was trying to order a pizza and the person just kept putting more and more pepperoni on it, and I I kept being like, "That's that's enough. That's too much. Can you take some of it off? Wait, please stop. I'd like that pizza." And then eventually there were just like six feet of pepperoni <laughs> on it, and I left, and the person was still stacking pepperoni on it. You ever had an experience like that? This is a real dream you had last mm -hmm. night? Why didn't you just eat the pizza, dude? It was probably good. Well, the, the guy was still making it. You should have just grabbed- I was at a store, of a pizza store. You should have just grabbed a handful of pepperoni out of the middle of the tower and just started eating it right in front well, of Well, at a face. certain point, I didn't want it anymore because it was more pepperoni than it was pizza. I mean, I, that doesn't entirely seem like a problem to me. Like, in the right like mood- several feet? Several feet. Of I missed my. There was like a, a window where I could have intervened and saved it, and I didn't intervene at that time, and then it was too late. Can we add several feet of pepperoni to the list? Yes. <laughs> that, a, that was the B side to London Bridge, right? <laughs> did I get? Did I get one? No, you didn't. That was a Fergie song, but I like I like Damn your it. effort. 
okay. So, well, should we recap some of the uh, the common themes of the the black eyed kids that, yeah. that were sort of outlined in that story? I think we should. Um, so, do Brian's research for him here. I guess what we should say as well is this hits the internet in again like the late nineties, and since there has been, I mean. I would say hundreds is probably not enough. Thousands, millions. I don't know. I don't know what you're how you're gonna oh, finish that sentence. Of of stories, stories and add-ons, and I had a or somebody I know saw or so many ebooks, bro. Morphed into right, <laughs> morphed into some people have seen black-eyed adults, and some people have seen like families, like mothers with children, like a fully black-eyed families. Um, Would that work? Would would could you see if your eyes were all black? Well, wouldn't you either be letting it entirely too much light or no light in? Well, it depends on what you think th- is on the other side of those eyes. Well, <laughs> as in the optical nerve of a human with their pupil dilated to that size would yes would probably be blind. Well, so is that what we're I don't saying? Think your that people that, can dilate to that size, but. right? So then, what's the, what's the white part of your eye called? Um, like your al- alpaca or something? It's definitely not your alpaca. <laughs> uh, it's your sclera. Mm, so close. Yes, <laughs> your sclera. Let's wait to talk about what we think is happening right, to fair, people's fair, eyes fair, fair, until fair. we get a little bit more into like what it actually is. All right, uh, traits of black-eyed children. Yeah, so they, they always ask for something. Yep. They're needy little bastards. Needy little bastards. They want to come in <laughs> uh-huh. to your car or your house. That's I didn't see anything other than like residences there was or one, vehicles. There was one about a boat. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Let, let me ride on your boat. Yeah. Let me ride on your wave racer. Right. No, um, that's not enclosed. I think it has to be like an enclosed space because it's scarier it. that way. Got it. If you want to climb on the back of my jet ski, I can just jump off my jet ski. Or I could just turn really fast and shit whip you into the <laughs> lake and then keep going. Right. But yeah, they want to come into a, a enclosed area with you generally. Yeah. Because um, that's scary. They're usually described as being somewhere between the ages of like 9 and 16. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I found some stories where there's an older kid, like 16-ish, with a much younger one. Okay. Like 3, 4, 5. Okay. Also creepy. Yeah. It's creepier. I don't like that. Why are little kids creepy? We're going to get into that. Okay. Um, but they are. I don't know why, but they are. Cuz they're supposed right. to be they're supposed to be the most uh they're supposed to be like the least dangerous thing. So when Children? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz they're like supposed to be good and pure and mm. you know, not spoiled not by the possessed. evils of society and like all the bullshit in the universe. So when you like the 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 gap between what they're supposed to be and them being like demonic and trying to fuck with you is extra disconcerting. Yes, that's my take. I still want to do an episode sometime about all the like weird ghost shit that kids say. Oh yeah, we could do that. You know our our mutual acquaintance Tom. I he do. Has, he has a uh, I don't know. That kid's like five or six now. Okay, and still keeps talking about her her dead friend. Oh boy! Yeah, who she like sees around their house regularly? Dude, can we interview that kid? That's what I'm saying. We need to like, I, I know many parents who have stories of their kids saying very fucked up things about like 
past oh, lives or dead people or who has told us about this as well if you got maybe we should if you got lists of weird things your kids say about past lives or dead friends or ghost people you hi, should tell us about it hi at what if podcast.com uh 612-246-4614 if you want to get in touch also, or if you have any business proposals for ryan business proposals <laughs> No, absolutely not. I hate you. Um, you need help with your website. <laughs> I can do that. Um, the um, shit you made me ghost kids. You made you me forget an, what I was saying. Another, oh yeah, another friend. And if we can interview, and if we can interview your kid on the show, or well, have your kid like leave us a voicemail with their weird stories. Yeah. Yeah. You interview your kid into right. our voicemail. Yeah, exactly. And we'll play it on the show and talk about it. I wouldn't know what to ask them. A um, couple other additional characteristics. So, yeah, 9 to 16, like you said, otherwise, some little, sometimes some littler ones. Um, awkward, sometimes just sort of disconcerting behavior, persistence to be let in, uh, often described as pale or having pale sort of bluish, whitish, deadish skin. They always white kids. I mean, pale says to me yes, but I don't know. Hmm. Are white people more hauntable, possessable? Possessable? Alien hybridable? Hauntable or possessable? Because those are different. Well, we don't know. They might be alien hybridable. Maybe the aliens are racist. We're going to get there too. Okay, tight. <laughs> okay, tight. <laughs> um, and then the last kind of recurring um, sort of theme is that feeling that Brian described about like wanting to help, but then like kind of breaking away from that feeling almost like, um, like low level body control or mind control of some kind. Yeah. So one other like common trait of these interactions is that the, and it's referenced in Brian's story, the, the kids language or their use of language is odd. Yeah. Um, some people describe it as being like a, a script, like the kids only know a few mm. a few lines that they've memorized and they just sort of repeat them over and over, even if the conversation goes away from That's interesting. whatever they're repeating. It reminded uh, me, when I saw some of those notes, it reminded me a little bit of uh, our Men in Black episode, the real Men in Black, uh-huh. how some of their language is lots of overlap. awkward and... There's tons of overlap with these interactions in general, with the like appearing out of nowhere, disappearing quickly, wanting to come into your space, yep. uh, being dressed oddly, having yep. odd speech patterns, using overly formal language sometimes, yep. uh, having like a severe lack of social skills. Yep. The one other thing with the language is that some people, and this is something that's laid out a little bit in uh, David Weatherly's book. Um, some people have suggested that the speech might be like a form of hypnosis. Oh. That the repetition and the like monotone delivery um, could be some sort of hypnosis attempt, mm. which might relate to what Brian was saying about feeling compelled to do something even though he didn't want to or he yeah, found himself yeah. starting to do something that he knew consciously he shouldn't do. Right. Uh, other people have reported similar feelings of like being compelled to let the person in or to help them out or to go somewhere with them, even though their brain is telling them not to, or That's that they, they feel very scared about doing it. Right. Uh, which is an odd overlap with some of the UFO and alien 
abduction report stuff too where like compelled to move or act or yeah or like even go to a specific location right you know i felt without thinking about it yeah i felt compelled to get up and go outside and look to the east because i don't know right and then when i did i saw you know whatever right one thing that you mentioned there that i saw in a lot of the things uh that i was able to pull as well was the fear thing is interesting because like you said you know why are kids creepy and there's a lot of just the inherent like it's nighttime a kid knocks on your door they have all mm-hmm. black eyes and yeah, I mean, they want to come into your house that in its own right is scary but a lot of people describe a more like uh like existential fear like a larger sense of not tied to those specific yeah like tied to what's happening but not necessarily tied to like whoa this is this specific situation is freaking me out more like a sense of broader existential dread or fear or terror related to the situation which also um connects i think maybe a little bit to there's there's a lot of recurring themes of people's animals acting up or acting weird or like reacting in the house towards um, like someone at the door or the kid at the door or whatever. I never know what, if any, value to place on that aspect of of these stories, whether sure. it be, I mean, because you hear that with any sort of paranormal interactions, whether it be ghosts or yeah. aliens or black-eyed kids or whatever, that, you know, the, oh, the dog heard something that I couldn't or the dog was freaking out yeah. and she never does that. And it's like, okay, there's so much context there or like so much ambiguity there that that would really only be meaningful to that person. You know, like who knows how that animal normally acts or towards whoever or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, And even then there, the behavior can't necessarily be linked to a specific thing because you don't know what is happening. I mean, there's, uh, there's ambiguity because inherently in these stories because we don't have an explanation for what's going on. For sure. So to try and say like, okay, well, your dog was acting weird, therefore what? Yeah. That kid. I mean, that kid is a demon because your dog barked at it. Like, I just don't know what the. I mean, I think that is sort of the implication in. But in, how do you? That's such a. Yeah, no, I I think the... My dog has never barked except in the presence of demons. And 100% of the time when a demon is present and verified by exterior means... By (laughs) demons.com. I got my mail and certificate from demons.com. I'm a real true demon. 100% of the time a dog named the Black Eyed Peas barks at demons. (laughs) It is fact. It is fact. Who would like to buy my dog? It's a demon hunter. (laughs) One million dollars. Dog, dog, the demon hunter. <gasps> Did we just create our first book? Dog, the demon hunter. Instead of dog, the bounty hunter, it's dog, the demon hunter. A dog named dog, the demon dog hunter. Named... <laughs> no, the dog's name is the Black Eyed Peas, and it's dog, the demon hunter. Yeah, I'm lost. We haven't even finished the title of our book, and I'm lost. All right. Well, so I think the answer is no. We didn't just create something. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> we created yet another dumb idea. I think. In my opinion, it's one of those details where it creates a sense of ominousness around your animal is a thing that uh, protects you usually or has a protective sort of maybe sense towards you. Generally speaking, pets have some sort of protectiveness towards their owners. Some. Some. Sometimes. Sometimes. 
And I bet some dogs hate their owners. Well, yes. Hey, hey, hey there's a thing at the door. It's going to kill you. Come look at it. Go out there. All right, bye. <laughs> Fuck you, bye. Maybe Kick, that's what that bark means. Kicks the door shut with hey, both Hey, he's legs. over here. Come eat him. I hate him. <laughs> arf, 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 arf. Dude, he barely even gives me one cup of food for every meal. I wish I had three cups of food for every meal. I'm fucking hungry, man. Come eat this motherfucker. <laughs> Help me eat him. Arf, 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 arf. Oh, I'm so much better now. Thank you, demon. Bye. <laughs> you trip him, I'll bite his throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I, the point I'm trying to make is it's a detail that appears to be added to create a further sense of fear. Yes. And house pets. Which is why I'm skeptical of it. Yeah, totally. Oh, that? <laughs> That's well, no, the no, no, no. But I'm just saying it, that, I'm skeptical of that, which then like lends more skepticism to this whole concept because like if you whenever you feel compelled to be like and my yes. dog bark like yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. a story then bro if that's what you're relying on for sure anyway do you have do you have any more specific encounters you want to talk through uh yeah i have one or two more okay. uh common traits of these encounters oh first, yeah, though, yeah yeah okay cool which is that they often uh are almost always happen at night often right around dusk um, and then this was sort of referenced in Brian's story, but the kids will seem to be able to move very quickly and yeah. silently, like not by means of normal locomotion. Right. So people have often told stories of, uh, like Brian did where, you know, I turned around and they were gone, but also sometimes the inverse of, uh, I turned around and they were suddenly right next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either moving towards or away from right in an amount of time that shouldn't really be possible or right. without, you know, hearing them and seeing them move. For sure. Um <laughs> last one some people have said that some of the black-eyed kids have talons instead of feet. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So what? Plus one for the demon theory. They got bird feet. Okay, first of Rap- all, I specifically didn't... raptor feet. First of all, I didn't read that anywhere. Hmm. Second of all, well, it might be false. Who knows? <laughs> all of this is likely false. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's you know, <laughs> if we're gonna take it there, we might as well take it there. Yeah, some of them got bird feet. That's just it's a that's a that's a pretty big it's a pretty big step in this whole process. Mm. Yes. Hey, there's some weird kids. Their eyes look pretty weird. Also, they're birds. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> From the ankle down. Bird. These kids are really awkward. They talk weird and they show up to your house at night. And they're birds. What? They're probably delicious. <laughs> they're probably delicious. <laughs> we should try baking one. Yeah, dude. Um, I couldn't find any stories of what happens if you let one into your house or your car or your boat. Well, I is did. that because? They, oh, okay. I was gonna say, is that because they're all dead? There, there Do are they some, become black-eyed kids themselves? There are some people who insinuate that the reason those are much rarer is because uh, those who do let them in may we not live to talk about it. Mm. Um, Sick. Yes. Is it like a zombie thing? Do you become one of them? No. The So I only saw two stories. By the way, I have a hard time referencing these stories because they float all over the internet most of them are posted by like anonymous Reddit users or they're on right. blog posts or, or my friend's uncle told me this once. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, like yeah. They're... no one ever takes credit for this shit. Right. So I I Except can't Brian. really be like shout out to Brian. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> I can't really be like too specific about it. But yeah. um there were two instances I found where people talked about there being 
electrical disturbances in the home once the children were let in. Mm. And then also actually, common with UFO encounters. Yeah, and encounters. going and going back to the UFO stuff, the other one is people experiencing um like sickness. Uh is that just because they're really gross looking? They saw the bird feet and got <laughs> got grossed out. Oh my god, your feet. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean more like um, they come inside, they take their shoes off, and then you oh, know. you disgusting child, get out! No, I think it's more like um, I think it's more uh, intense than that. Like like full body illness, potentially life threatening illness, cancers. Mm. Oh, how long um, were they there for? Well, like, or is it like insta cancer? No, it's. I think it's like they're there for. I mean, the two that I saw, it seemed like they were there for like 30 to 45 minutes. They kicked the kids out or whatever. And mm-hmm. like in one situation, um, the husband of the wife who let the kids in got bladder cancer and died or something like that like, and blamed it on the guess, visit from the children. I guess my question is the next day or years later? No, this was like six months later. Okay. Um, But yeah, the couple of people have said that they attribute some of the ominous dark like sensations of the kids to creating like death and malice in health mm. and well-being and your light bulbs to these little fuckers <laughs> i'm gonna if they ever show up at my house i'm gonna invite them in and ask them to take a look at my oven and then push them in and see how tasty they are <laughs> sick <laughs> sick <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. call you i'm gonna invite you over to eat one you gotta do that before they take your uh take my your power soul. out or oh. your soul or my bladder i guess that's one way of saying take keep... your soul take my power out i'm oh wow mm. nice thanks i'm gonna put like a lead a pair of lead pants on so they can't get to my bladder or like not pants overalls okay lead overalls keep my bladder safe you and gotta then eat... I'm gonna push them in the oven you gotta use one of those beekeeper sh- mask Beek- <laughs> I don't know how much that's going to do. I was going for like a welder shield, but. <laughs> you made a motion and I, I took a guess. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> Can't sting my face, you weird bird kid. <laughs> Fuck off. Everybody knows that as soon as you get black eyed kids, you get bees. <laughs> that's how you get bees. Yeah, exactly. Um, you were saying you had a trouble finding specific stories. I have a very specific one from a person with two names. We can uh, we can accredit it to an actual person okay, that's who's cool. still living in. I should clarify, not specific stories, but like there's not a ton of people who are out there owning their story with yeah, names attached. Yeah, yeah. This dude did. Let's do it. His name is Brett Swanker. Swanker. Ah, We're Swan- getting Swancer. Swanked up. S-W-A-N-C-E-R. Swancer. Swancer. It's like you say my name with a weird accent. Swanker. Swancer. Uh, howdy, y'all. <laughs> um, Swancer. <laughs> he writes for Mysterious Universe. Mm-hmm. And wrote this uh, version of his story for Mysterious Universe. Uh-oh. So he was 18 years old and was taking a solo road trip from California to Colorado to visit a friend. Okay. And decided to try and do the drive in one shot. Brett? Brett. Brett. 18-year-old Brett. Brett. It's got like nine syllables in it. It's only one. <laughs> Brett. Brett. Sorry, carry on. So he's going to drive uh, all in one day, stay for a couple days, and then drive back. Okay. And turns out this drive is longer than he thought it was going to be, and somewhere in Nevada, he decides he needs to stop and sleep for a couple hours. Okay. So he pulls into a rest stop, and he's the only car at this rest, sh- rest stop. It's middle of the night. He's somewhere in the middle of Nevada. Mm. 
The Saints, right. like, this sucks not pretty a, bad. Yeah, already. not a great start. Yeah. Uh, not, not here for it. <laughs> so he pulls into the restaurant, parks his car, puts his seat back, and tries to sleep for a couple hours. Yep. When he At the time he fell asleep, there were no other cars in the parking lot. Couldn't see anybody all by himself. He wakes up to someone tapping on his driver's side window. Mm-hmm. Startles him, obviously, and he sits up and... It's like sort of light out, so he thinks, okay, I slept for a few hours, it's morning, maybe somebody needs me to like move or whatever. Right, right. And he looks out the window, and there's a a young man, he says probably like late teens, standing there. And um, he said he was well-dressed or like normally dressed for a a kid in his late teens or early 20s, didn't look like he was homeless or like particularly rough. Uh, and Brett said his first thought was like, what is this dude doing here? I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's like, how'd you get here, bud? It's a weird time of day. Um, and the kid, all he says to him is open the door. No. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Fuck off. Not a great opening line. He just says, open the door. And Brett said he immediately felt fear and panic, which like. I would if anyone's knocking on my window in the middle of nowhere and just saying open the door. Absolutely not. I'm I am now panicked. Goodbye. Right? It doesn't matter who it is, what their intentions are. I don't like this situation. My first thought is get me the fuck out of this situation. Not one single bit, bud. <laughs> uh he said I said simply no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The kid demanded wow, again. Wow, I nailed that better than uh, I thought uh, I would. The kid demanded again, open the door. This time in almost a growl, he says. Yucky. Brett goes on to say, at this point, I noticed there were two others with him standing in the background. So my thought is, like, Brett's getting robbed, right? Yeah. I mean, like, that would be my. Uh, someone's jacking my car right now would be the first thing I would think. Yeah. So he said, you know, there's two other people like in the back, further back in this uh, rest stop, and there was a pickup truck nearby, which he assumed was theirs and how they got there. And the truck had like a big spotlight mounted to it, like on the like the roof of the cab. Yeah, I've seen those before. And the spotlight was shining down like onto the the surface of this parking lot. Okay. And that was responsible for, it was still the middle of the night, but that spotlight was so bright that when he first woke up, he thought it was morning or like it was, the sun was starting to come up. Okay. So he was, you know, he's woken up out of middle of sleep, like he's disoriented. He fucked up. Yeah. So he realizes now it's still the middle of the night. He hadn't been sleeping for very long. Uh, Thinking that he's getting robbed and these kids are fucking with him, he pulls a knife out of his pocket and shows it to the dude at his window. like. Fuck off. I'm yeah. not opening my door. Right. And uh, if I do open it, you're getting it's to stab you. Shanked. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I'm opening this door is to stab your yes. face. Reconsider your question. Yeah. You fucking weird kid. <laughs> so he pulls out the knife, thinking he would like scare the kid off. Instead, the dude gets incredibly angry and shoves his car. Like just two hands to the side of the car, shoves it. Okay. And he says, like, hard enough to shake the car, and he felt like maybe lift it temporarily up off of one of the front wheels. Uh-oh. From a, he says, somewhat skinny teenage kid. That 
that black eyed kid is a superhero. Yes. Or yeah. alien or demon. Well. Couldn't see his feet. Might have had bird feet. He's a big, strong bird. <laughs> he's bird person. Uh, he then says, I noticed the other two people with him had something quite off about them. I could see that their eyes were either glowing or reflecting light like eye shine on an animal. It also seemed that they were sort of blurry or fuzzy. Like if you're watching an old TV program and the people on the screen look jumpy and distorted. Mm. Um, as if they are infused with some sort of static. Said it looked like they were out of focus or moving or like vibrating very quickly. Gross. Mm-hmm. How is he not driven off at this point? Well, right. I mean, we don't know how much, I mean, this could all be like 10 seconds. You know, he doesn't say how much time has elapsed and often in moments like this, Time slows down. Yeah, you experience a lot of things. Your brain has a lot of thoughts in a very short amount of time, and it seems like more time has passed than actually has. Right. This could all be, you know, less than a minute. Right. Uh, He says, the next thing I know, one of these two people in the background, a girl about the same age as the man, was suddenly just standing beside him. Mm. So sort of the same thing with moving very quickly or like... And now I'm here. Almost teleporting from one spot to another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He didn't see her move. He didn't like even really turn away and look back. He was just looking at all three of them, and then one of them was just right next to his car. Mm. Uh, she then also said, "Open the door now." No. <laughs> he said, "This is when I snapped out of my shock and started my car." I, I honestly didn't think it was going to start. I figured they had done something to fuck with my car. I would have. So he starts his car and he just backs up, drives away from them. However, I stepped on the gas, and as I did, I'm just reading directly from his story now. Yep. I was shocked to see that one of them, not the original man or the original woman, was running alongside my car. Nope. At this point, I was. I'm out. <laughs> at this point, I was almost to the freeway and was going about 40 miles an hour. Nope, absolutely not. As he ran, barely looking tired, he reached out to knock on my window. As I reached the highway and picked up speed to a yucky yuck yuck yuck. As I reached the highway and picked up speed to about fifty miles per hour, he was still banging on my window the whole time. As if he were flying, perhaps? Or running with his bird feet. Yes. If you were running with his bird bro. Hmm. Okay, how come some never mind. Most birds gotta move their head back and forth when they when they walk, you know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. What did ostriches figure out that the rest of the bird kingdom did not? Well, they're just... They're, is that what the really long neck is for? Their center of gravity is like better because their neck curves backwards, so they actually have like a vertical center like of gravity with most birds. Gyro bird? Gyro bird? Mm-hmm. I put it on the list. <laughs> uh, gyro bird is not a black-eyed piece. Oh, for two? <laughs> well, I'm kind of exhausted. Have, have you gotten any of them in there yet? Not have yet. I missed any? Oh, okay, yet. okay. Shit, bro, we don't have much time left here. I'm going to have to two-part of this, man. I have so much more I want to talk about. Okay. We'll see. Um, Anyway, he gets up to 50-ish miles per hour before the kid finally can't keep up with him. Yes. And for whatever reason, they did not try and follow him with their truck. Okay. End of story. We've got a truck. Let's follow that car. I mean- On foot! (laughs) 
Well, if you can run 50 miles an hour, it's not the worst idea. I mean, I guess. You got to knock ominously on the window somehow. That's hard to do from a truck. True. Unless you got some like go-go gadget arms or something. True. So I don't know. Uh, that's got some elements of like a lot of different paranormal things in it, but definitely some Black Eyed Kids stuff along with maybe the running alongside the car thing often comes up in Skinwalker or like Shapeshifter stories. Yep. Also, just like it's a scary visual, so I feel like it kind of gets dropped into a lot of stories. True, true. I don't know. That's a dude who like writes about this type of stuff for a living, saying like, "Yeah, this definitely happened to me in this specific way," and it was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, word. I mean, that's that lends more credence than I think any of the other ones I've heard do, just because most of the other ones are so anonymous and so second or third hand, second or, or third hand. Yeah, written in a way that is very like. Creepypasta, no sleepy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, well, I guess, no, we won't do part of this. Okay. We'll, yeah, ba- we'll tell, bang through this. Tell me a story or two, and then we'll call it. I don't have a story. What I actually want to talk about is I want to talk about what's happening here. Don't tell me a story. Let's talk about what's happening here, and then we'll bang it out. Okay. Um, you and I, we'll bang it out. But rock, paper, scissors. No. <laughs> um, what is happening here? So I have, like... A bunch of interesting versions of what's happening. Hit me with them. Number one. Mm-hmm. These are, granted, these are not all like. No, don't don't apologize for them before you say them. Say the stupid shit. Kids on cocaine and marijuana. Both. Uh, what's that? Both. Well, idea. It's an odd combo. My my driasis is the term for the causing of the pupil to dilate mm-hmm. as extremely big. So people who are on cocaine their pupils get really big if you're on marijuana your eyes droop and then all you can really see out of people's eyeballs is the people whoever is suggesting this has neither has done never done either of those things uh yeah i mean i think the insinuation is our kids like doing drugs and fucking with people yes and that's why yes and that explains none of this true uh teenagers doing drugs absolutely yes does coke make your eyes totally black absolutely not Full square contact lenses. Yeah, sure. With kids who are fucking with people. Yes. I, that's got to be some percentage of these. Some percentage of these has to be. You can buy yeah. those, whatever the fuck his name was. Marilyn Manson. Manson wore them. So did, like, I think Flea wore them for a while. Yeah. Um, but those all black contact lenses that make your eyes crazy. Kendrick's worn them in some music videos. Option three, are all of these kids actually Marilyn Manson? In in multiple forms, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, are people being visited by ghosts? Hmm. Define ghost. Paranormal recreations of dead children who are trapped in our world. Hmm. Does anyone ever have like physical contact with these kids? I didn't. Like what happens if you punch one? I didn't see any of that. There was one story I heard. I was watching Nick Redfern get interviewed on Mm, some weird. what, What a guy. Some weird like paranormal talk show with a blonde british woman and i can't think of what it was okay julia child it was not julia child (laughs) she's not here anymore nick redfern is definitely rocking uh, like a baphomet t-shirt yeah dude he's with a fucking like a skull cap with fucking skulls on it Uh uh-huh and like big chunky jewelry and like converses and shit yeah he looks like a fucking weirdo he is i love him dude youtube comments were just (laughs) 
Somebody was like, <laughs> not kind. Somebody goes, it looks like Nick Redfern stopped at the midlife crisis clothing store on his way to this interview. AKA Spencer's Gifts. Spencer's Gifts, yeah. <laughs> he looked like a biker. Uh, like He looked like a really weird, nerdy cop who's trying to like infiltrate a bike mm. gang for the first yes. day. Yes. And then he just has this very proper British accent, and none of it fits. Anyway, um, I was uh, I was watching that interview with Nick Redfern, and Redfern uh, was talking to this woman, and the woman Julia. who was not Julia, who was interviewing him, said that um, a woman she know had a black eyed kid story, but it was a Classic. it was a story where someone had actually like reached through, like one of them had reached through a person to give something to a child. Hmm. Um, the story she told was that'll give you cancer for sure. Having a ghost reach through, yeah, you? probably feels super weird, man. Oof. Can you feel it? You gotta feel it, right? Six months later, yeah, and your bladder falls out. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, but I say that to say to your point of do do people ever have any physical contact? That was someone who claimed they saw a black eyed person r- put a hand through another person. Ugh. Hmm. So ghosts. We got kids on drugs. We got kids with fucked up contact lenses. We've got ghosts. Ghosts fisting people. We got the gin. Are you familiar with the gin? Sort of. So in the Muslim tradition, uh the gin are they're referred to in the Quran a bunch. Um it's a spirit that's capable of basically shape shifting turning into okay. humans, turning into animals. Um, and they have some semblance of supernatural um, influence over other people. They can make sure. them do shit. I, these these explanations like a, don't do a ton for me because it's like just giving it a different name as if that explains what it is. Like, okay, well, true. now you have to explain to me what a ghost is or what the djinn are. Or, Fair. Like, that's no, that doesn't really clarify anything for me. Fair. Um. Someone brought up the changelings of the unseely court. Yeah, I guess. This one was actually just interesting <laughs> to me because uh, apparently in Gaelic folklore, there are malicious fairies with all black eyes called the changelings of the unseely court. Mm. And um, one of the one of the stories I saw was people, sometimes grandmothers in Ireland will check newborn baby's eyes for being all black because mm. they don't want them to be changelings. Mm. So otherwise they, they're babies that are evil spirits. So that one was just interesting because that goes further back to me. So sure. how, I don't know. Is that an additional evidence point? Is that no. something Brian came into contact with at some point in his life when he wrote his first story? More likely. More likely. Is this an evolution of other folklore? Kind of. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last fun one. Oops, we found the aliens. Uh, uh-huh. The alien-human hybrid concept right. is one that's talked about a lot. Thanks, um, X-Files. What's that? Thanks, X-Files. Did they do a thing about this? I mean, the overarching like storyline across all the seasons of the X-Files is that aliens are hybridizing people by putting black stuff in their eyes. Ooh. Or, well, in their bodies. That, then that they turns always... their eyes black? Yeah. Mm. The the black oil, you get, it, you get in you and you become an alien. That's a pretty weird way to do it. Right. 
Um, when did these stories happen? Late nineties. Late nineties. Prime X Files years. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I don't know. There are interesting. We talk about evolutions of lore, and there being a lot of overlapping things. But um, you talk about our typical greys have light pale skin. They're skinny and short. Mm-hmm. They have big black <laughs> eyes. And when come in contact, they are fascinated with humans. And when they come in contact, have sometimes awkward behavior and sort of. They only memorize extra, like five lines from the English dictionary. Right. And they have the ability to influence people's behavior and actions. We talked a little bit at the beginning. Jedi mind but, tricks. Right. We talked a little bit about the beginning, but um, that's a pretty. That's a pretty. I mean, I find that to be fun more than I find that to be believable. Well, right. But it's an interesting version of that. Yeah, I, I guess the overlap of some of these different areas of folklore slash paranormal is interesting yes. and kind of fun. Yeah. You know, you've got like the, is there some connection between the men in black and the black eyed kids and the alien and UFO stuff? Right. I mean... Maybe. <laughs> yeah. The The interesting thing, I think, is there's never been any photographs of these kids. There's never been any... People say that people get freaked out and call the police. We've never seen a police report come up where someone has reported this in a police report. So there's yeah. not a lot of good like evidence that this is even happening outside of what we have on the internet. And by not a lot of good evidence, you mean a total absence of any evidence, a complete, out, I mean, outside of the the second and third hand and like these couple stories from people who will, are willing to attach their names and swear by the fact that these things happen to them. But, yeah. Yes. I guess I mean evidence versus testimony. Yes. We have no, we have no evidence outside yeah. of these people's testimonies. Yeah. So then the last thing that I find kind of interesting is... Is this uh, tulpa? Have you heard of tulpa mm-hmm. before? So, for those that don't know, tulpa is uh, is this concept that's often found in mysticism, um, which translates to a being or an object um, that is manifested through people's thoughts or intentions. I don't really understand how that would apply here. Are we all, somebody just spent a lot of time thinking about creepy little kids? Well. So hard that they made one? So, Brian Bethel was, Brian Bethel was a frequent uh, contributor to paranormal message boards, just Mm -hmm. like the email thread that he was on. Ghost blogs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And there was a, there was a site called Alt Magic that he posted on. I would have called it Control Alt Magic. That's that'd be mm, put it on the list, man. We got three <laughs> out of this one. Um, he was specifically writing on a on Alt Magic about a month before his uh, his email went out about his Black Eyed Kids story, and he was actually writing about uh, Bloody Mary, the whole like say Bloody Mary in a mirror three times and mm-hmm. and see if she arrives, and. Um, I want to read what he wrote in his post because I find it very fascinating. He says, um, Then I thought to myself, what a situation ripe for a spontaneous expression of magic. The will in this case is the belief, especially among those who were brave or foolish enough to try the ritual itself. 
The method by which the necessary reality shift would be accomplished is the fear the story and the imagined entity produced. So can we create something like Mary just by collective force of will? If not just childhood legends, why not gods and goddesses as well? Are they all just expressions of enough collective reality shifts, or can they somehow exist on their own? More than anything, that makes me think this dude was just already into a bunch of weird shit and writing and thinking about it and just like either convinced himself he had an experience that he didn't or just straight fabricated something. A hundred percent. And because it's been around since the earliest days of the internet, we've all just accepted it as like folklore. And because it, it's similar to other elements of other folklore and paranormal things. Yes. It feels right. Yes. It fits in. It fits, it fits into the canon. And I think, the thing that I find interesting, the the what if layer on top of that though is, is that enough to make something real, even if it's not real? Do no, people, I'm, <laughs> of course not. What I'm saying by real, I mean, is that something where like there are people now in the world who believe that they have had these real experiences through some sort of manifestation of you know they had a weird experience and they put this layer on top of it and then they perpetuate the existence of this story i don't mean actually real that black-eyed kids are a real thing i mean more sure. so through his initial storytelling did he accomplish what he set out to do which was to create folklore that lived far beyond him because now there are people in the world who go no no no, that happened to me there was a weird kid at the door the other day and i'm pretty sure he looked weird and then all of a sudden it becomes this thing beyond what it actually is yeah i mean he created a, a cultural something for sure i don't think he created any spooky little kids wandering from door to door he should have bought blackeyedkids.com and started selling guitar straps and his albums and crowdfunding Black Eyed Kids research. We missed the, the one-year anniversary of uh, the New York Times shit. Well, man. Where's Look the, how far we've come in the last year after that Tic Tac footage. Where's the love, Tom DeLong? Honestly, I... Um, it's going to happen soon. I've, I feel like we've roasted you enough... You should holler at your boys. I said, where's the love, by the way? That's a Black Eyed Peas song. Hit the button. <laughs> Hit the button. Is that yeah. the only one? You dropped one all episode? Yeah, I was waiting you to sneak it in there. Sweet, to sweet. You love me. <laughs> okay, bye. I was going to sneak it in there. Hey, uh, we love you guys. Happy New Year. It's great to be back. Um, we're going to work on planning our next Facebook Live episode, so make sure you go join the Facebook group. Uh, we crossed 300 reviews. Thank you guys so much. Sick. Um, so we're going to we're gonna do another Facebook Live episode like we be doing uh, when we do every 100 reviews. So thanks, you guys, for that. Um and uh yeah, hi what if podcast.com 612-246-246-4614. I almost fucked up the number for the first time ever. All Hit right. us up if you need websites built. Holla, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>